up witches welcome to my show i am super excited to announce the launch of my official patreon account by supporting me if you love my show or enjoying sup witches you can have the chance to become an active participant in my creative process as a member you receive exclusive content community access behind the scenes updates and the pride of fueling work that matters to all of the witches community from the most basic level as a basic witch all the way up to an enlightened master. I give you different opportunities to work with me one-on-one -on -one and become more intimate in the sub witches community. I will link the content in the show notes to check out my Patreon account and I hope you will consider supporting the show. Have a wicked day. Welcome to Sup Witches. I'm your host, Lauren Coletti. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening today or tonight or whatever day or night you are listening to this. I'm currently recording. It's a Saturday night and I haven't stayed in on a weekend night in quite a while. I'm used to spending a great deal of my free time with my boyfriend and tonight he had other plans, which is great, you know, balance everything but it's kind of forced me to look inward and take an introspective glance at myself and where I'm at. And I wasn't feeling super motivated to do a podcast, but I really don't have much else to do. And I figured if I don't feel like doing it, maybe I'm avoiding it for some odd reason that I can't consciously comprehend. So here we are. Uh, tomorrow is daylight savings time. I always remember spring forward, so we move the clocks an hour forward, and this is really promising and exciting for me because this winter has been really tough. Like, real talk right now. This winter was brutal, at least where I am in Long Island, New York. Um, I don't mean so the weather, because we got pretty lucky. Uh, it really didn't snow at all until February, and then it snowed for like two weeks straight and was just feet of snow. Um, but I'm really hopeful. Fingers crossed this will be my last winter in New York. And it was just so dark and gloomy and really cold on some days. And I know all of my listeners from uh, out west and north, like Wisconsin, are just like, fuck you. <laughs> um, but I'm in the northeast, so... I don't mean so in weather terms, I just mean in mental health terms. And I honestly wanted to touch on this topic, um, COVID blues or quarantine depression, because I think I was in the midst of it and I'm kind of coming out now that I'm seeing the other side, um, metaphorically and like figuratively. Um, so I just wanted to talk about it and see where everyone else is at because I think this is a very real thing that's been going on and I didn't kind of make the connection until recently. So COVID, we all have different political views about it and I'm not about to get into that. This isn't a political show. I hate politics. I'm very apolitical. I just don't give a fuck. I don't have time for that negative energy. So COVID, either way, whatever you want to say about it, it's a pandemic. And it's had a major effect on everyone's lives. Many of us have been facing challenges that could be super stressful and very overwhelming, just strong emotions all around. Um, obviously, there's 
public health actions like social distancing to quote unquote reduce the spread of COVID. But a lot of people, including myself, have been left feeling isolated and lonely. And this has exasperated my depression, um, everyone's stress, our collective anxiety. So it's been learning to cope with these emotions in a healthy way that make us more resilient rather than more separated and polarized. So for me, I honestly don't know if it's related to COVID, but it's been happening since November. And I do want to say unemployment. Oh my God. I never realized how unemployment was so correlated with like feeling sadness and worry and frustration and just a lot of fear and it was so unsettling being unemployed for those long amounts of time and I'm sure if you're listening to this you can relate because as we know like so many people were laid off due to COVID and at first I assumed being unemployed would be really fun and it was really cool for about a month or so because I was working on my book and my podcast and a lot of good things came out of it. Like my relationship with my boyfriend has strengthened, but boy, I got to tell you after that month or so, I just felt so hopeless. I felt useless. I felt like I didn't have a purpose. I felt like I had no reason to be here. And about a month ago, I was honestly feeling suicidal. I was just questioning, like, I have no reason to be here. I'm in a helpless situation. No one wants to hire me. And it was so hard to not take it personally. Oh my goodness. Like it was rejection after rejection after rejection. And I felt like I was dating on Tinder all over again. I'm like, why does no one want me? (laughs) So it was really tough. And I am pleased to announce that Monday I start a part-time job. Honestly, didn't look um, like, didn't pan out to be what I thought it would look like, but through the help of my spiritual guides and my coaches and teachers, like you have to roll with the punches and don't get so attached on something turning out to be a specific way. We know this when we're talking about law of attraction and energy and manifesting that we can't get so glued to the idea of what we thought we want because it might come in a different package than what is actually good for us. So this is a thing I start on Monday and it's nice for the first time in a long time to have something to look forward to. Um, Casper saying hi, the daily Casper check-in. Come here, sweetie pie. Anyone else have cats? Like I am literally so obsessed with cats that I don't even know if it's healthy. Um, I think in my past life, I was definitely a cat of some sort. (laughs) But anyway... Um, yeah, it was a bummer because last month I was hired and then I was unhired and it just, whether you're unemployed or not with COVID, so many feelings of grief have transpired for so many of us, whether it's thinking of the way life used to be, whether we've actually lost a loved one or a close friend or relative to death because of COVID, um, And for me, as many of you know, if you've been a listener of this show at any point in time, I always talk about how introverted I am and I love my alone time. I cherish and I savor it because that's how I recharge. For so many people, uh, whether their gym closed down or just places to go out and connect with friends, like we were kind of all forced to stay in our houses. And 
this was honestly so great for me because I honestly don't like going out if I'm being completely honest like my boyfriend super extroverted people person all around like me I just would rather be with animals I'd rather be alone not being forced to socialize so this never really bothered me but I've noticed in the last couple of weeks I was feeling so disconnected so detached from everyone so lonely and isolated and just alone I don't know how else to describe it and I know that this is a mutual thing for my followers my friends my family um just feeling like I don't know everyone is so standoffish now including myself and where is the line between the onset of a depressive episode and like a normal reaction to what's going on in the world right now I mean, this is a good thing to investigate. (laughs) As someone that has struggled with mental illness, I've been diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I would say this is pretty accurate. Um, There's been plenty of times in my life where I've had a lot of unfortunate things or just stressful things happening all at the same time. And this has led to a depression. Um, Mental health conditions changes the way that our brain works. Our brains are wired differently. They look differently than someone that doesn't have bipolar disorder, PTSD, whatever. So I'm sure a lot of you can relate that your mental health conditions or disorders, whatever, have exacerbated um, in the last year or so. I mean, recently it just marked a year going on when everything kind of closed down. And I'm not here to be add more depression to your depression already, but I really was trying to look on the bright side of COVID and, you know, it's been really nice when I was forced to work remotely from home and a lot of things, I mean, for me, the bars closing at 10 was a blessing in disguise, but a lot of things have also been taken away from us. So it's important to look at these things and just check in with ourselves and investigate where we are coming from. Um, Making sure that we do the things that we love to do. Getting sleep and exercise and nutrition, like all that basic stuff. Um, Just getting back on track. And I'm really thankful because I do feel like I'm getting back on track. But I have to tell you, The last few months were extremely hard. Um, I was hit hard with just mood swings and just suicidal ideation, completely honest with y'all. Just like, when will this end? I'm so, so sure everyone's thinking like, when will this end? Not just COVID, but like all the shit that's been going on in the world. And like I said, perhaps we can reframe this and see it as a good thing. Um, so many spiritual teachers that I follow and listen to say that this is the new earth. Everyone is being woken up to a new consciousness. This is literally the awakening. 2020, 2021 is the moment that so many of us have been waiting for, where everything in your life perhaps falls apart and you're left with all these pieces on the floor and you're like, what the fuck do I do now? Like, you've reached your end, you know? And the beautiful thing about falling apart, from my experience, is you learn what bravery is. You learn how to be courageous and strong. 
because courage is standing back up knowing damn well that you could fall back down again and you probably will and when everything around you is just ripped to shreds you're forced to make a new version of yourself and typically this is very painful um spiritual bypass so to speak but this is how we grow and this is how we transform is by shedding our old skin letting go of who we thought we were releasing the path that we thought our life was supposed to go down and being forced to open your eyes and just start from scratch you know I've had to let go of so many dreams of mine in the last few months Um, If I'm being completely honest with y'all and myself, which I think it's very important to be honest with ourselves, (laughs) I had this dream for so long. I don't know if it's past life stuff or soul contract, but I thought for so long I was meant to be a country girl. Now I've always lived in New York. Um, Perhaps in my past life, I was a Southern girl, a Southern belle. But I've always been drawn to the country, to the South, to where the men are cowboys and they say, y'all, there's nothing dreamier for me. Still to this day, like, I am a huge country fan. I don't know what it is. I just love it. Um, Everything about the culture and the lifestyle. So before I met Nick, my boyfriend in October, I was so set on moving to Tennessee particularly in Nashville, because I'm a huge writer and I would love to get involved in the songwriting community. But I thought I was going to move to Nashville. And this was my goal for 2021. I was supposed to move to Nashville with my girlfriend, two single bachelorettes, so to speak. And we were, in my mind, going to have this beautiful condo on the strip and we were going to date and meet all these cute Southern gentlemen because in everyone's mind, the men are better, not in your city. Like all the men in your city suck, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, but where you go, like wherever you go, that's where you are. So I thought that I wasn't meeting anyone good or promising in my location because I was truly convinced I was supposed to be with someone that called me ma'am and like had a truck and just everything in the Luke Bryan songs. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. So when I met Nick, it kind of threw me off guard because I'm like, what? Like, I didn't want a guy from New York. Like, Nick doesn't have a Southern accent. Um, so I was kind of like, what? Like, do I want to commit to this person? Because in my mind, I had this idea of what my life was supposed to look like. Years ago, I thought I was supposed to have my master's by 24 and I would be doing X, Y, and Z. And the last few months, like, have stirred up a lot of fear in me relationship-wise because of that idea that I hold in my mind of what I was convinced my life was supposed to be like. And it wasn't very long ago. I was like, you know, me and Nick are talking about our future together. And it scared me because for a moment I was like, but I've never been able to like date a Southern man. Like I thought I was supposed to marry a, a guy from like South Carolina. Nick's not from South Carolina. Like, God, what are you doing? Are you playing a trick on me? Like, should I not get married to Nick because I'm supposed to be with someone that's from like Georgia and says y'all. So that fear 
I'm not going to lie. It sounds so stupid and minuscule in the grand scheme of things. It truly is. You just got to laugh at yourself sometimes. But I thought if I'm going to go the rest of my life wondering about what my life could have been like if I would have moved to North Carolina, let's say, that was on my options list. And I don't want to go the rest of my life wondering and feeling like I missed out and like regretting anything. But at the same time, I don't want to throw away what's right in front of me for this imaginary daydream that doesn't even exist. And for so long, I'm 26 years old, but when I was 21 and 22, it didn't work out with my abusive sociopathic ex-boyfriend I didn't see it as a blessing back then which now like I realized that things not working out isn't not working out like that is working out for you if something is meant for you it will be yours and I saw it I thought I was cursed and I couldn't wrap my head around why I couldn't work out with this person but now I realize that I was just climbing like a never-ending uphill battle beating myself over the head thinking it has something has to be wrong like I know I'm supposed to be with him like clearly girlfriend no you are let me just say this this isn't even the topic of the show and at this point I'm just rambling but I'm just channeling whatever comes through me if someone treats you like shit and this took me like four years to learn but if someone treats you like shit if they are using their pain as an excuse to hurt you, that person, you can never heal that person. Like you are not meant to be with someone that is abusive. Love isn't, it's not easy. It's simple, but it shouldn't be hard. It Love shouldn't hurt. Can I just say that? Like someone that loves you isn't going to verbally abuse you. They're not going to force you to have sex with them. They're definitely not going to hit you. So please, like, ugh, I just wish I could squeeze you all because it's just so hard. We think things have to be a certain way and then we miss out on what's right in front of us. And I told my girlfriend maybe a couple weeks ago, I'm like, listen, girl, I love you, but I'm not moving to Nashville with you anymore because why am I going to throw away this amazing man I have in front of me for a guy that doesn't even exist or the picture of someone that doesn't even exist because I realized that so often we don't love people. We love the idea of them. We love their potential and who we think they could be. So we miss out on the present moment and we don't love people for who they actually are because when we love someone, we don't try to change them. Like, yeah, we can grow together and uplift each other and make each other stronger and bring out the best in each other but we won't try to change them because that just means that we're insecure with ourselves we're not happy with ourselves and this has been a long journey for me but I'm trying to really put this into practice because any of my mental health like majors out there we know how easy it is to give advice and just shell out like advice to our friends and our family but It's actually like following through with it ourselves that could be so freaking ridiculously hard. And my relationship has been going well. If any of you follow me on Instagram, you know this. Um, 
but something that's been coming up for me that's been causing me so much like unnecessary distress and anxiety is you know when you first start dating someone you're like on your best behavior you kind of wear this like figurative mask and you're on your best behavior and this was me with Nick I've always felt like I could be myself with him but obviously like I was a lot more positive in the beginning and I'm kind of freaking out if I'm being real with y'all like real talk once again maybe I'll title this real talk I don't know if any of you can relate but I feel like I've been dating Nick long enough to where I'm maybe not on my best behavior anymore and I'm not trying to like sound like I'm fake um but I just feel so comfortable around him and I've been questioning like should I not feel comfortable around him this fast we started kind of like we met in October so it hasn't been super long and I'm kind of questioning myself like why do I feel so safe with this person like it's still fairly soon and like what if something goes wrong and this is the dilemma because when we finally start feeling happy many of us just resort to like the second all that's going to be taken away from us when things get too good we start like projecting into the future and futurizing like all these negative scenarios that's going to take our happiness away from us because happiness can be so fucking uncomfortable can I just say that especially if you're someone like me who's been exposed to a tremendous amount of trauma happiness is just not like it's not what we're used to so we kind of self-sabotage and push it away but I have this fear like if Nick really knew me which I think he does honestly to a pretty good extent he really wouldn't love me because I feel like deep down I'm so not like lovable and I even say this to him I'm like babe like I don't understand why you're with me first of all I'm bigger than you Second of all, like, you could get a girl that's super, like, hot, and I'm not hot. (laughs) And third of all, like, I'm so negative and, like, glass half empty. I don't understand. Like, aren't I just bringing you down? So as the mask has been wearing away, like, this positive person that I put on or I thought I was supposed to be for him to get him to fall in love with me, as so many of us are taught as women... You ever see those videos it's like 10 things to do to do to make a man fall in love with you like I'm gonna throw up please you never see that for guys by the way but as that starts to wear away and I'm just my true authentic self with Nick and I start to get so comfortable with him I get scared that he's gonna get sick of me that he's gonna get tired of me and eventually he'll just bit find someone else and that very well could happen Like, we never own anyone. We're never entitled to anyone staying in our life. Like, anyone in your life at any point could get up and leave. That is completely their prerogative. We all have the freedom and the right to walk away if something's no longer serving us. But I won't lie and say that that hasn't been on my mind the last few days. And it sucks. It's like a sucky feeling. But I'm hoping that... If I speak my truth with Nick, and if you speak your truth, then the right person will comfort you and validate you. But even that, for me, isn't enough because I feel bad needing that reassurance. And what I realize is this is like 
of warfare I have going on in my head that isn't even fucking true. So many times we just make these scenarios in our head that aren't even based in fact. They're not realistic, but we they're so real in our minds that they consume us and they take over all of our mental space that we can put that energy and attention elsewhere. So I don't know, guys. I hope everyone's hanging in there. I'm starting to feel a lot better if you can't tell by my voice. Um, Things are really starting to look up for me and I'm so excited for the spring to be here, for it to be April because March kind of sucks. March is always that like unnecessary month, at least in New York. It's just like the weather's not good. The weather's not terrible. It's just raining all the time. So I think seasonal affective disorder is fucking real and I've experienced it a lot this year. I've never really experienced it to this extent before. But yeah, things are are looking up, my friends. I'm telling you. We made it through the hardest months. I think we made it through possibly the hardest year of any of our lives, uh, 2020. Not for me. I mean, 2016 was definitely by far the worst year of my life, but even then the worst times in our life like we look back when we hold on and we make it through which we will because we're resilient and we're fucking strong as fuck we can like give gratitude for those low times i would not take back anything that happened in like 2016 2017 because that I was made to go through that stuff and you are made to go through your battles and your hurdles and your trials and your trauma because that that's what we were put on this earth for we weren't put on earth to just it be rainbows and butterflies like maybe the Kardashians if you're the Kardashians but we were put on this earth to live up to our fullest potential to learn who we fucking are and that cannot happen if things are easy for us 24-7 You can never appreciate the light if you've never been in the darkness. And as someone that's had really bad mental health problems throughout their entire life, I wouldn't know what true happiness is if I didn't feel the worst despair ever, like contemplating my existence. And if you're contemplating your life right now, please just hold on for another day, another breath. Please. Because our depression's a liar and my depression like is out to get me sometimes but when I make it out on the other side which I always do because I'm a bad bitch and so are you I feel so much like thanks for those moments because in those moments I felt I felt like what it was like to be alive what it was like to be an imperfect flawed human being and then I can truly appreciate those good feelings the good times so I hope you take this with a grain of salt. Always listen to yourself first. And if this resonates with you in any way, shape, or form, just connect with people, please. I'm forcing myself to go out. I'm going out three days in a row. For me, this is a huge deal. But it's all good. Because we can't be alone forever. We're not meant to. It's not weak to need other people. People need people. It's okay to need help. Just get the help you need. Help is here. 
Um, I will link the hotline in the show notes because I know this went a little deep. And just reach out to me if you need anything. I mean, I'm not like going to be a therapist by any means, but just for support, just to let you know you're not alone. Like we're in this together. And I think we've made it through the darkest time. So it's really only looking up from here. <laughs> Sometimes things get so bad that you're like, things couldn't get any worse. And it's like, bam, things got worse. But things can't stay bad forever. Life is like a tidal waves. Things knock us over. Sometimes we're fucking overwhelmed and exhausted. But then it settles and it calms. And it's like the rainbow after the storm. So cheesy, but so true. So my loves, you are stronger than you think. Hang in there. And always know that your spirit guides, your angels are always looking out for you. The other side is rooting for you. I know this. And they told me, you got this. And let me know if you need anything. And stay tuned. I'm going to be putting out two episodes a week now. I know the last couple weeks has been like very sporadic. Um, When I make content, I just shoot it out. So we're sticking to two days a week since I'm going to be working a job. And I'm pretty excited um, that I'm going to Florida in April with my boyfriend for an engagement party. That should be fun. And I just started keto. So hopefully I'll start, you know, feeling better again. The last month or two, I just totally given up on my appearance and I was too ashamed to even go out because I was so embarrassed about what I look like. And I just didn't care about anything. I was so numb and it scared me because I'm an empath. Like I'm HSP to the T. Like I feel shit. So when I don't feel shit, I get scared. I'm like, what's going on? I'm not crying. Like, so I had nothing to look forward to a month ago and now I have all these exciting things coming up. So I promise it will get better. So cliche, but so true. But you won't know that if you give up. So please hold on, hang on. I'm right there with you. I love you. I'm rooting for you. And I hope you have a 